0: everyone and welcome to the uncorked corner podcast today nick and i are excited to welcome jeff from the holy donut in maine we are so excited to talk to you about all the sweet stuff you have going on pun intended if you could give us a little bit of insight as to who you are and how you got started in in your space uh that would be awesome
1: yeah sure um well first thanks for having me i appreciate you guys inviting me on here um, my name is Jeff. I'm a CEO and co-owner uh, at the Holy Donut and um, originally I'm from Indiana. I moved to Maine in the late 80s and went to high school in college in and College of Moreno and wound up in the donut business after my sister-in-law, Lee Kellis, founded uh, the Holy Donut. Uh, we opened in 2012 uh, in Portland at our Park Avenue location. And I joined the team, uh, I guess, summer of 2013. And uh, we make circles for a living. And and, uh, we enjoy it. We have fun. And we have a great team. We have uh, three locations currently, one in Auburn, uh, one in Portland, one in Scarborough. And we're getting ready to open our fourth location uh, on Commercial Street, um, hopefully by the end of the month.
2: Great. So I found out, I moved up to uh, Maine from Boston a couple of years ago and found out about you guys and had you for the first time. And uh, one thing that I didn't expect was uh, I had never heard of potato donuts before. Mm. So tell us a little bit why that is the uh, the donut niche that you fell into, why that's kind of where you gravitate to. Uh, maybe a little bit of some of the flavors or kind of what the potato donut provides for textures compared to, I guess I would call it more of a yeasty, like cakey donut.
1: Yeah, well, they, you know, people are, are usually um, there's usually two types of donuts people will encounter, and that's cake donut and a yeast donut. Um, ours is more on the cake style, but we add to your point, we add uh, what we call rice potatoes. It's a, a parboiled potato that we put through a ricer, and it comes out like little pieces of rice, and we add that directly to the dough, uh, and it's going to provide uh, more moisture, uh, a little bit different uh, mouth feel. It's a little bit more substantial and. Provides these lovely little air pockets uh, in the donut uh, whenever it's cooked, and we, um, it's really unique. And so, you know, watching people try it for the first time is always really cool. They're always really surprised by the mouthfeel and the texture uh, that the donut provides. And and we have, I mean, gosh, in our archive, we probably have fifty different flavors. Um, and we have uh, about seven different base types of dough. From um, we have our traditional old-fashioned dough. We have vegan. We have our dark chocolate dough. We have sweet potato. We have blueberry. We have apple, uh, and then we get into uh, you know gluten free as well. That's never growing segment for us. Um, and you know we play around with the glazes. Uh, we don't do anything artificial. Uh, no artificial preservatives, sweeteners, additives. No dyes. Nothing like that. So it's uh, it's very much what we feel is a really wholesome product uh, that you can feel good about treating yourself to.
2: And they're definitely delicious. I've tried a bunch of flavors up there. I know, uh, at work, we always end up having them for company parties and everything brought in, mm-hmm. uh, toasted coconut, I'd say is probably my favorite. I'm very particular for coconut. And that one's that uh, whether the regular or the chocolate one, That yeah, that's kind of
1: coconuts yeah. always on the top of my favorites list. Uh, that one's pretty decadent and pretty awesome.
2: And another cool thing that I saw you guys did and I actually got to try, uh, probably a couple of years ago now as you guys did a collaboration with Lone Pine on that and they made a I think it was like a toasted coconut imperial stout uh yeah. with your donuts and when I went to pick it up at the tasting room because you had the donuts there with it got to try them side by side it's a cool yeah, experience. those guys are
1: super cool man um we've been partnering with them here for two or three years now and I think we're on our ninth or maybe tenth different beer with them that we've collaborated with them um And we've started to get into the hard seltzer world with them um they launched their first hard seltzer with us with our uh margarita they made them with our margarita donuts um super cool company there's so much synergy between us um tom madden the owner is just fantastic and uh their company is super cool so we'll get together and they'll come over and make donuts and we'll go over there and get messy and make beer and um it's, it's a really cool collaboration it's an awesome partnership
0: that's incredible. And obviously donuts can be a little on the sweeter side. Obviously some aren't, some are, I guess, some are a little bit more on the savory side of things, yeah. but when it comes to a donut inspired beer, what does that, I haven't had the chance to try it. Nick has. So can you tell me a little bit about what makes it so different from others?
1: In terms of on the beer side, what makes the beer different? Um, that's a great, I, mean, I, uh, I just like beer. It's really good. All right. So, uh, um, what we do, so the process is that, you know, whenever they, you know, and they kind of cook up in the mad genius way, the different types of beer that they want to do and they want to buy. So almost all of them make the cut We just kind of let them go and do their thing. They're really good at it. Um, so we go over and they usually order somewhere, you know, two to 300 donuts and we'll go over and they'll just kind of let them ferment in with, I guess it's the wort. I'm going to get my, all my terms mixed up here. Um, but I think it imparts a little bit of the flavor of the donut that uh, coconut really came through in the dark chocolate coconut stout. Um, we did one with pomegranate, and so that really kind of came through. Um, in terms of the chemistry, you're asking the wrong dude. I don't know anything about that. Um, but in terms of, you know, it, there's really nothing different in the mouthfeel, but, you know, the color is going to change a little bit, and you get a little bit of hint um, of some of the different spices and flavors that we'll have in the donut. And, and they do a really good job at marrying those two.
0: And we love beer and we love donuts. How do beer and donuts mesh together?
1: How do they come together?
0: Will you eat them together? <laughs> yeah.
2: I certainly did it. It was delicious <laughs> when I got to. So I'm always going to be a proponent of that as well. I don't think you can go wrong.
1: No, you can't. No, they're, you know, they're two great tastes that taste great together. I suppose.
2: And I think so for the collaborations, that's the only one... The coconut one's the only one that I actually tried with the lone pine one. So can you give us a rundown of some of the others? I know you mentioned there was a pomegranate one uh, that you did. Uh,
1: yeah, we did a triple berry double IPA with them. Uh, we've done a lemon sour. We did a blueberry sour with them. Um, so we did another, uh, we did a coffee cake stout uh, with them as well. Um, the others are escaping me at the moment. So I apologize, but, uh, yeah, I think we're up to about nine now and are now distributing them, I want to say to about 12 to 15 states throughout New England. And so, you know, we have some plans downstream for a cool collaboration that I won't let out of the bag, but uh, there's more to come on that front.
2: All right, we'll have to keep our uh, eyes out on that one. Yeah. Now, one thing that, you know, kind of crossing state lines there that I want to ask about is every time I see a holy donut, I've been to the Scarborough location and I've been downtown when you guys were at Exchange Street, I believe it was, Uh, and there's always a huge line. People are always, you know, lining up to get it. Uh, Do you find it's mostly, I guess, a a local hotspot with people that, you know, come around often, or do you think it's really uh, attracts a lot of tourists? Do you see a lot of -of out-of-staters coming in to try their donuts when they come up to visit?
1: We do. We've been, I mean, super fortunate. I mean, first, we owe, you know, such a huge credit, debt of gratitude to the local uh, folks here. They've, are really what helped us launch. Um, the support that we've gotten from the Portland market and the surrounding areas has just been humbling to say the least. Um, but certainly, you know, we're, we're very grateful to be on a lot of tourists to-do lists uh, whenever they come into town. Um, and you're right, that Exchange Street store um, really, <coughs> pardon me, uh, did really a really good job at kind of really getting our brand some national exposure um, as Portland really started to take off and then become a destination as opposed to maybe a stop on the way to go play in Northern Maine, um, people really dug it. Um, it's, it's funny. We, um, the, the exchange tree store if where have ever been there, it's super teeny tiny. I mean, there's probably 300 square feet in the front of that place. Um, and we used to call it the mosh pit. I mean, cause it would just be like shoulder to shoulder people grabbing glaze and donuts going everywhere. It was bananas. Um, but yeah, they were willing to wait in line. And uh, it's, it's been a really cool and humbling deal to see people uh, gravitate to us and uh, be on people's to do list whenever they come visit Portland.
0: And you have several different locations. So, what is it like with you, you have a bunch of flavors? Yeah. Are they different across locations? Do you have ones that are set to certain locations or do you have a mix everywhere of all your flavors?
1: We usually have a mix everywhere. I think in the early days, we would have some you know, differences between our, our, our lineup uh, between the stores. But as we've grown and, 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 you know, kind of grown up as a company a little bit, you know, we we tried to keep, you know, each store having the same flavors outside of one of the things we used to do before the pandemic was uh, in January slash February, we used to do this thing called the flavor Floor, And it was so on, you know, in our company Christmas party every year, each store would bring kind of their two flavors that they would play around with. Right to get to inspire a little creativity within the company. And so they would bring their flavors to the company Christmas party. At that point, we had three stores. And then we would take two suggestions from the internet, or from social media. Um, and so we would all kind of taste those and bring those down to four different flavors. And so then we would go to the store. And each week, we would pair a flavor against each other. right? And the customers would come in. They would vote on it. And then we would bring that winner. Then we would do two different donuts the next week. And then the final week, we would kind of pair them off against each other. And then whoever won that, that would be our new summer flavor. Um, and so during those times, we would have maybe some different flavors going on. But usually, um, each store will have very similar flavors. Now, as the day wears on, certain flavors will sell out. And so you may have different flavors at the different locations. Uh, but by and large, we try to keep them uniform so that the guest experience um, isn't hampered at any one location.
2: And you mentioned there, too, that that flavor four ended up being your summer donut your new summer flavor what other donuts that do you have that you do kind of seasonally that rotate around throughout the year
1: yeah i think um well right now we're kind of in the middle of blueberry season um so our, our blueberry donut is you know certainly one of my top few donuts that we have each year and we'll do some different variations on that uh we'll do the blueberry cinnamon sugar we'll do the blueberry lemonade donut which is a blueberry donut with lemon glaze on it um Come fall, we'll be getting more into, um, we always have our sweet potato donut, which began as a seasonal flavor. And then we kind of yanked it at the end of the season. You know, there was a little bit of uproar among our customers. So we brought that back and that was a staple now. Um, our apple donut is probably my favorite. Um, and oddly enough, it's our only donut that does not have potato. Um, we kind of trade the apple starch for the potato in that one. and uh, So we'll do a few variations of that one as well. Um And then we'll, you know, we always try to have something for the holidays. We have a, you know, strawberry donut that we'll roll out around Valentine's Day. Uh, We'll do our St. Patty's donut. Uh, Father's Day is usually one of my favorites. That's our blueberry maple bacon donut, which is just ultra decadent, right? If you're just feeling particularly gluttonous, you should try that one. Um, But uh, yeah, we try to change it up with the seasons, um, but we always try to keep something a little fresh and a little new.
2: And there's so many cool flavors here. You, you run into this list. I'm like, oh, I tried that one. I tried that one, but uh, there's all these other ones that I haven't gotten to try. I'm like, Oh, I got to get down there more often. and Get, get some uh, new ones instead of going back to the favorites. But that uh, blueberry cinnamon sugar that you just mentioned that one, I haven't tried. That sounds phenomenal. Blueberry lemonade. I have, that one's a good one.
1: Yeah, no, they're, 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 we're, we're you know fortunate to be blessed with a lot of creative people in our company um, that love food and uh, you know, Love to make delicious things, and so it keeps our customers on our toes.
2: And a lot of the flavors that you come up with, do they come from those internal sort of discussions, and you know, someone in one of the kitchens experimenting, or do you take a lot of input if you know maybe people on social media, customers, and things are chiming in, "I want this flavor, let's try this," and then you kind of run with it from there.
1: It's a little bit of both. I mean, we have some really cool mad geniuses within the company that like to play around with different flavors and things of that nature. But we're also we're constantly getting bombarded from social on, on things that we should try and you know a lot of them are really cool but you know one of our challenges is we have to you know be able to make that in mass right and so you know we've got to be able to roll that out we've got to be able to make it efficiently and quickly and timely uh, and it can't hold up the production of all of our other donuts so that tends to thin the herd a little bit um but we do like getting you know super creative and kind of letting our staff kind of run with things and play with them and then we kind of run them through the wickets and let them flesh out and see which ones can, you know, stand up to uh, our quality test and our standards, but also that we can manufacture efficiently.
2: And I've seen a few of your staple flavors recently um, popping up in Hannaford's, at least around Maine where I live. Uh, Is that allowing you guys, you guys sending those out to New Hampshire or Mass, any other stores Is that kind of, or is that still local?
1: That was really a move for us during the pandemic. to kind of pivot and follow the people, Um, you know, some of our locations, unfortunately, and particularly Exchange Street just got crushed during the pandemic. I mean, they were so dependent upon foot traffic and and tourism. Um, And we ultimately, unfortunately had to end up closing that location in October. Um, So really it was, you know, a move to make sure we can continue to keep our product in front of people. And so, you know, it was, a Hanford was great. They gave us really fantastic placement within their stores and really, I mean, as, as, as challenging as it might be for a smaller company like us to do business with a big company like Dell Hayes and, and um it ha- happened rather quickly. And so for us, it was doing a lot on the fly. It was kind of reminiscent to the old days of just figuring it out. Um, we never, you know, we had to kind of re- totally revamp our packaging and uh, what we did there. Um, and well, you know, we don't have any preservatives in our product. So we really had to pick, you know, the, the three or four flavors that, maintain their shelf life the best and their moisture content the best that would stand up to you know roughly a day and a half on the shelf. Um, so we go in there every day and we replenish. Um, and uh, so yeah, that's, you know, downstream some of the things we're gonna be working on. Um, we just acquired a new property uh, in Arundel um, where we have a production facility we're in the process of building out. And we'll have another retail that will come online early uh, Q1 of 2022. Um, that will allow for us to to play around and try to extend shelf life a little bit naturally, right? We're not going to step on our brand here, but if we can extend that shelf life by a few days, that will allow for us to really enhance the spectrum of flavors that we have in the Hanford supermarkets and allow for us to go into more of them. We're in 10 now um, in the local kind of Portland metro area, um, but they're begging for more. And so we just, we're a little bit capacity constrained and we have a little bit of work to do before we can stretch too far.
0: Sounds like you guys are super busy, <laughs> but it's yeah. all exciting stuff. So yeah. I, I can't wait to try them. I can't believe I haven't. I've visited Nick a few times and I guess it's always been just random sporadic times of the day. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of you work with donuts all the time. So what time of day do you find yourself most wanting to indulge?
1: Uh, it's usually a morning thing. Um, you know, I tend to to make my rounds in the mornings at the shops and, you know, it's kind of whatever flavors kind of uh, speaking to me that day. Um, it's hard to turn down a blueberry donut this time of year. And I've been known to scarf down an apple donut, maybe two. Um, when those things come out and they're right out of the fryer and they're nice and hot, that's really hard to pass up. Um, but it's like, you know, which one of my kids is my favorite, right? It's hard to pick. Um, and our staff does such a great job, at, you know, at, at, at delivering, you know, a very consistent and delicious product every day. And that's probably the reason they don't allow me in the kitchen anymore, because people <laughs> are way better at making these things than I am now.
0: I asked because Nick and I, before we jumped on here, were talking and Nick said one of the only desserts he really enjoys is donuts. So it was kind of surprising to me because I prefer donuts in the morning. I think a lot of people think of donuts as a breakfast mm. bite but Nick over
2: here is a case of his own. So <laughs> that's, I'm not big into sweets and things in my breakfast. I'll tend to go into, you know, eggs and bacon. I'll lean more that way with my breakfast. Uh, but donuts are definitely a treat that I freak. I love a donut, so I'm not We're afraid of them. I'll day. eat them any time of day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, they're, they're really good. And uh, we, we've, we've done some pretty cool collaborations with some other restaurants in that area. I know Marcy's uh, Diner in Portland. Um, made some French toast out of a few of our flavors we will cut them and kind of grill them and uh, do a French toast thing out of them. Uh, I know Nunsuch River Brewery does a sweet potato bread pudding uh, or sweet potato donuts. Um, I know Nosh used to, you know, take our vanilla donuts, cut them in half and, and use them in a burger. And so some of the local eateries have gotten pretty creative in terms of utilizing the product as well.
2: And when I was going through your website earlier too, I noticed you guys have a bacon and cheese filled donut, right? Yeah. That, I haven't tried it. See, there's the kind of donut. That I if you're a
1: savory dude, that's your breakfast item right there. You know, a nice. little, little bacon, a little cheese. It's nice and crispy. It's with our old fashioned dough wrapped around it. Um, we also came out this summer, I guess maybe it was the spring, um, with our broccoli cheddar. Um, so same type of concept, but with broccoli and cheddar. Yeah.
2: So with the uh, dough and that just the old fashioned dough, I am imagining that's, it's not going to be quite as sweet and sugary as something else with a bunch of glaze or anything on it to kind of play more with those flavors, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, there's no, there's no uh, glaze or topping or sugar or anything of that nature. So it lets the savory elements of the bacon that you shine through.
2: Well, I know what I'm getting next time I come through. <laughs> there you go.
0: How many donuts, if you're allowed to share this,
1: do you find yourself making every week? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, it depends on the week. I mean, we're we're our 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 production is very seasonal with the flow, and so um, you know, height of the summer. Um, let's say when we had three shops roll. Let's say 2019, right before everything hit the fan. Um, I would say. Probably in the neighborhood of 100,000 donuts, maybe somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, and that'll ebb, you know. And I think in 19, we did just north of 2 million retail donuts and we did wholesale and, and things of that nature. So um, people are eating lots of donuts, thankfully.
2: It's a lot of donuts. Yeah.
1: All made by hand from scratch every day. We still hand roll, hand cut, hand glaze, everything.
2: And are, so are those made? Does every individual location make their own donuts or are you making it one and bringing them to the other local locations?
1: I think a big part, you know, I I know I've spoken to accountants who are like, you're nuts. Why don't you make them in one place (laughs) and take them over there? Um, But I think that's a big part of our brand is fresh, right? And so we want people to get that old world experience and they walk into one of our shops. And so we have one commissary kitchen in our uh, Scarborough store and they make all the dough, they make all the glaze they make all the gluten-free product, right? So we can keep that sequestered whenever we're making it. And then all those things are distributed around to every store every day. And so every store will roll, cut, shape, fry and glaze their own products every day uh, with the exclusion of gluten-free uh, and that's made on its own and then curried over so we can maintain that gluten-free status.
2: And with your donuts, are you always pairing them up with some coffee if you're having them in the morning?
1: Absolutely. That's one thing. I mean, we were partnered with Wicked Joe. Uh, they're fantastic. Uh, I think they make some of the best coffee around. Yep. Um, Bob and and his wife are just fantastic, and uh, their coffee is on point. Uh, it's fantastic.
2: Yeah, we always have a bag or two of their stuff. I think First Tracks is what it's called. The yellow bag. Yeah. That one's always on our uh, rotation and our drip machine, but.
1: No, again, yeah, just another company with great synergies that take really good care of their people. They do the right thing. They, they pay their farmers fair prices. Um, they're you know, certified free trade. And uh, so we like to partner with people that, that choose to do the right thing. And they certainly do that.
0: What are some of the most unique flavors or surprising flavors that people wouldn't expect that you've come up with?
1: Mm, I think the one that people are probably most surprised with is our sweet potato ginger. Um, which is rather unique, I think, in the donut space. Uh, you don't see that flavor kicking around a lot. Um, gosh, um, people always dig the blueberry maple bacon, kind of all the three of those things kind of, kind of melding together there. Um, our margarita donut's a really cool one uh, that surfaced a, a few years ago. Our key lime donut um, is a really cool one. Um, pomegranate's one you don't hear a lot of uh, in the donut space, and so, You know, we try to have really nice, vibrant colors uh, on the shelf where I think that those pop and, you know, people eat with their eyes primarily. And so, um, yeah, we try to get, you know, as clever and creative as we can um, and still, you know, delivering our product. You know, the fact that we were all natural, we don't use any preservatives or dyes or anything of that nature. So all the colors are either, you know, they're all done with vegetables or or with fruit. And so beet juice is another thing we color a lot of our things with uh, to get that vibrant red color um triple berry is another good one raspberry blueberry strawberry um that, that one's uh, i think a little bit unique out there um the the, the bacon cheddar the one that we we're referring to really that one's kind of cool and, and a little bit unique um but yeah i think you know people are like oh ginger really i'm like yeah seriously just try it right it's it's a really it's just a hint of ginger and that sweet potato dough is just that's phenomenal um and we actually paired that recently with our, our coffee cake um Donut that used to be on our old-fashioned dough, and we put that on the sweet potato, and we're like, oh man, that's just phenomenal. So those are some of the cooler more.
2: It's unique. another three donuts that I'm gonna have to go try now. I haven't, I don't think I've tried a sweet potato one yet or the coffee cake one either. And now I gotta try the sweet potato coffee cake along with those two to get it. So
1: there you go. Oh uh,
2: right. I'm gonna be in trouble after this. I'm gonna have to make sure I'm doing a lot of running. Be eating a we whole do. lot of donuts, but
1: well, we say they're like negative calories. Nick, they're like eating celery, right? It's just you know, <laughs>
2: that's what we hope, right? But yeah. you know, in reality,
0: that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I not, mean, you can eat more negative. than one usually. It's so. <laughs> it's, pota- it's
2: potatoes. They're healthy, right? Sweet potatoes. That's right. It's, right. Food.
0: it's a vegetable.
1: Right. So <laughs> family,
2: right.
0: Absolutely. Are there any? surprising things or like fun facts about donut making that people wouldn't know.
1: Hmm. That's a good question. Um, interesting. Um, well, I mean, it's, I, I think, you know, what people find, you know, I guess, speaking from, you know, our teammates perspective, I, I think when people first come and join with us, they're like, you know, I think they feel like it's a lot more romantic than it actually is. Like our people work the tails off, right? And they, they just grind. Um, now we have fun at work and, you know, people enjoy themselves and there's opportunities to get creative, but the majority of the time, you know, they're just grinding uh, in there. It's, it's a lot of hard work. Um, and we're blessed to have a lot of resilient and creative and, and hardworking people that, that pump out delicious circles. Um, but it's, you um, you know, it's it's it, it's hard work, and I think people maybe underestimate that when they maybe come in and they see everybody smiling and having fun, and you know, and being playful, which is you know something that's important for us. Um, but at the end of the day, they're, they're working their butts off.
2: And I'm sure that's an early day too to get all those donuts and made. I think it's most of your locations open at five six a.m. All right, so yeah, they gotta have those donuts ready to go.
1: Opener uh, six a.m. Um, varies a little bit by market. Uh, but in a lot of occasions, you know, we have people showing up at 10 o'clock at night uh, to get started for the next day in order to make enough donuts to, to feed the bees. So, um, and there were times, you know, back in the earlier days when we only had two shops where, you know, our Park Avenue shop never stopped. I mean, there was, you know, 24 hours a day, somebody's in there doing something. Um, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's an around the clock venture. Um, you know, donuts, uh, don't. We have, we have a term that, um, you know, in the early days when it was, you know, a lot of the family were in there, and we were all in there, kind of grinding and figuring it out and making mistakes and figuring out how to run a business. It was—it's it, called donut tired. You know, like getting home at the end of the day, and you just smell like a donut. You're just sitting down. You're like, I don't want to talk to anybody for a while. I just want to sit here, <laughs> chill out. And you know, after 12, 14-hour day, that's just—it's—it's uh, it's exhausting.
0: I'm sure it is. And uh, you guys must work early hours, which. Nick knows not my strong suit, so <laughs> kudos to you. <laughs> uh, you made me want a donut. Now I'm really craving a blueberry donut. So that's go. that's great. I'm gonna have to make a trip. Uh, but before we wrap, can you tell us where we can find you online and on social media, and just remind us of your locations for anyone who is in the New England area?
1: Sure. Um, we have our original location. Uh, it's located at 194 Park Avenue uh, in Portland. Uh, we have our Scarborough location, which is at 398 US, Run. Uh, US Route 1s at the corner of Route 1 and Haggis Parkway. Uh, we have our location in Auburn, which is at the corner of Hotel and Minot Avenue at 848 Minot Avenue. Uh, we opened that location in January. Uh, we'll be opening at 177 Commercial Street, the former Bill's Pizza location, by the end of the month. Uh, we should be open there uh, with our new location. Um, and then, again, Q1 of 2022, uh, you'll be able to find us on uh, Route 1 in Arundel, just north of the Kennebuck line. Um, you can find us at theholydonut.com. Uh, check out all about our, our company and our flavors and what we do and our culture and, and what we're all about. Uh, and you can find us uh, at Holy Donut Maine uh, on Facebook um, and then at Holy Donut Maine on uh, Instagram
2: thank you so much for taking the time to come on and talk to us tonight we had a great time learned a lot about your donuts learned a lot about your new flavors i'd recommend a few more to people that are listening but there's so many that i want to try and that i've tried so i can't recommend any in particular so just go get yourself a whole bunch a whole box i know i will be soon uh it was so good to talk to you cheers
0: cheers thank you
1: very much i appreciate you guys having me have a wonderful day
0: sure to follow us on social at Uncorked Corner and on the blog at uncorkedcorner.com for a taste of more food and beverage content.
2: And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave a comment, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Thanks for listening.